Good afternoon, everyone. This is Tammy Lynn Connors. Super excited today. I have my guest, Carla, on here. How are you today, Carla? Great. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to hear your story of hope. So for those of you that do not know, this is called Hope, Helping Other People Evolve. What my vision is, is to offer people hope, offer people strength through the struggles that we've been through. You know, we all go through struggles, some on a daily basis, some, you know, on a minute basis, but we do have people out here that have went through the struggles and have gotten through his strengths. So I've been blessed by God. He keeps putting people in my life to help me to share more stories of hope. You know, I share my struggles of what I've been through and my struggle might not look like yours and Carla's struggle might not look like yours, but the strength that we get from our struggles may offer you that little bit of hope that you need for the day just to get you through that day and then to move you forward in a strength. So I'm super excited. Carla and I have never officially met. We've talked on the phone a couple times and I'm excited to interview her. My friend Glenn had mentioned her name and so I reached out to Carla. She's an author. She lives in the suburbs of Chicago. I know that she's wrote um I think four books. She's updated with an anniversary book, which she'll explain all those books to you guys. And then she does some other things in helping other people. So Carla, I'm excited to hear your story of hope today. If you want to just like maybe, you know, explain to people, you know, what, what inspired you to start writing and just the hope that you have an offering to women that all around the world. All right. Thanks again, uh, Tammy, for having me today. I'm truly excited and I appreciate this opportunity. Um, what started me with writing? It started probably over 25 or so years ago. I first started journaling um, my thoughts, um, my fears, my struggles, my um, accomplishments, etc. And I kept that going. And then years later, I was on a plane ride kind of um, thinking about some things. And I always said I wanted to write a book to to write a book. And then as I thought about it, I said, I'm not sure what to write about. And then it came to me, they say, write about what you know. And I primarily was a single mother, except for the short period of time that I was married. And so I decided to write a book um, to encourage single mothers. But that did not come to fruition until years later. So my first book, A Single Woman's Parenting Journey, Survival Tidbits, was published in April of 2001. And really, I you know wrote the book, again, to encourage other single mothers um, on this journey called life. It is not a book uh, that's talking about, you know, giving child-rearing tidbits. It's really a just to encourage um, the single mother. And um, I think, you know, as far back as I can remember, I've always been empathetic and compassionate and have had a strong desire to give people hope and encouragement. So with that um, vision in mind, you know, that's helped um, birth a single woman's parenting journey, survival tidbits. And this book was republished this year because it is my 20th anniversary of, of this book being released. And so I'm happy about that. And it was published by 220 Publishing. And what I wanted to do is just give you the um, chapters in the book. Just read 
what the name of the chapters are so you can kind of get a feel of what um, I'm talking about. So the first chapter is, of course, you have your introduction, but the first chapter is put God first. Second chapter is stop feeling sorry for yourself. Chapter three is set your goals. Chapter four is make self-care a priority. And chapter five is a a chapter that has sample prayers. So again, this book is all about encouraging single mothers because it can oftentimes be a tough journey um, raising, you know, children along with the myriad of responsibilities that you have. That's awesome. That's awesome. I have the book right here in my hand. Um, I ordered it right after we had spoken. And I, I said to you the other day that I'm I'm reading a couple other books at the same time. So I was like, I really want to focus on this book because I think it's awesome what you've done with that. And, Thank you. Um, you know, just, just being a single mother, which myself I was, boy, I wish I would have had this book way back <laughs> in the day. But, you know, I think about, but about you and, you know, you offering that hope to the single mothers out there. And like you said, it's not like, here's a journal of exactly what you need to do, but this is a little bit of hope in helping you survive through that single motherhood. So I think that's awesome. And I wait to read this book. I'm super excited about it. I did start reading your other book, um, A Date with Jesus, A Woman's Guide to a Closer Relationship with the Lord. And it's so good. Like I started reading it. I was like, I can't even put this down. And I fell asleep reading it actually. So maybe, was that your second book? Actually, that was my third book. My second book was Grip the Rope, Prayers for Single Mothers. It was a book that, um, Grip the Rope is a book that contains a prayer for each letter of the alphabet. And then um, the book that you have, um, um, A Date with Jesus, A Woman's Guide to a Closer Relationship with the Lord, that was written afterwards. And that that book came about because um, I was asked to be a speaker at a woman's um, conference years ago. And I remember when I was asked to do it, they told me I was going to do the, an icebreaker. And I remember saying an icebreaker, you know, I thought I was just going to give a presentation and kind of, you know, go from there. And so I wasn't sure what to do. And so I started praying about it. And then that night I came home and looked at a folder and, um, it had like some of my thoughts written down on pieces of paper. And one of them was talking about, you know, having a date with some, you know, with someone, you know, with the man, which I had a date or something like that. Um, And then I, it kind of dawned on me. So then I said, since this is a woman's retreat, um, I put together a presentation called um, the icebreaker was called a date with Jesus. And it went over extremely well. And so after that, I said, you know what, let me put this in book form to kind of talk about the importance of us setting aside that time to spend quality time, you know, with the Lord and what that looks like um, in doing so. So that's kind of how that book came, came to be. Nice. It's so good too. Like I, like I said, I was reading it and fell asleep with it in my arms because I didn't want to put it down. So I can't wait to finish that up. And so that was book, let's see, one, two, three. Yes. Right. And then we have, oh yeah. Cause the grip for the rope. I want to look at that too. That looks like really good too. And then, um, so book four was, what book was that? Uh, book four was a, a short story. Um, I wanted to delve in a little bit of fiction 
Um, and it's a very, okay. it's a short story and it's called the blessings of snowflakes. It's not a, a Christian fiction. It's, you know, um, a regular fiction, but basically the premise uh-huh. behind it, the protagonist is a, a woman that's struggling with the recent death of her mother to cancer. And so her journey along that road and how dark it gets, um, in that struggle because she was she was the only child and she and her mother were extremely close and so just kind of documenting her journey through that um her struggles you know behind that depression um you know suicide ideation you know just different things that she was going through uh, during that grieving process so that's how that that book was that book was born so that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, um, and then you have a fifth book, correct? I have a writing that is included in an anthology oh, yeah. for um, women that are struggling with different types of cancer. And the title of my story is The Power of a Mother's Love. And I wrote that in uh, honor of my mother. She was still alive at that time. Basically, I document my journey when I found out um, she had breast cancer. I think it was around 2009 and my emotions behind that and how even in that struggle, even with that diagnosis, even with her having to um, have, you know, one of her breasts removed, how she was still um, encouraging me and, you know, our family in the midst of that dark time for her. So I basically talked about even through that dark time, um, her love, you know, the power of a mother's love, you know, can stand the test of time and how she was comforting me um, in the beginning when I should have been comforting her. So that's a story Mm -hmm. that's in there. And then I do have another story coming out in the same anthology, the Series number two, it's a story that is a dedication to my cousin's um, deceased wife who had cancer, who died a few years ago. So that writing is really um, a, like I said, you know, honoring her and just kind of talking about my relationship with her um, and some of the things that I learned from her um, on this journey. and. Kind of again, you know, talk about her relationship with my cousin and her son, and just kind of talk about that journey, that relationship, and um, how her life impacted me on such a in such a positive way. And I wrote that around the time of her first, the first anniversary of her death, because I was having a hard time. And so, since writing is cathartic for me. I just started writing that and then I submitted it and it was accepted. And so my cousin is really excited that I would do something like that. But I considered it an honor to have had God um, bless me with meeting her in my life. That's awesome. I want to say that I'm blessed that God put you in my life because listening to you talking about your books and what you're writing, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of authors, you know, that, that, that write and it's amazing. But I love the fact that your writing is always 
focus to help other people. And I think that is so huge because I think we live in a, and sometimes a selfish society that, that people don't think about that. And when I hear you speak, Carla, and, and when I've talked to you on the phone, you're, I feel like your whole life is about making sure that you're helping other people, you know, that you're, I know that you're, you're, you're doing some amazing things. I believe you said one or two businesses that you're getting ready to launch and just some things that you're really doing, but in all of that, you're helping other people. And, and to me, that's what my life is all about. You know, for years, I, I wasn't really helping other people. I mean, I wasn't like a mean person or anything like that, but I was pretty focused on me and my son and just life. And I was in addiction and alcoholism. So it was kind of a selfish way that I was. But as I came out of all of that, I realized that my only hope every day is to help somebody else, whether it's just by giving them a smile. And even though we've never met personally, I feel like that is who you are. That's what you want to do is be that that hope for other people. And I just think that's awesome. Well, thank you, Tammy. You know, that really is um, what I'm all about. I, you know, and when I look back at my life, even as a, you know, like I said, as a young girl, as a teenager, I've just always wanted to give people hope and and encourage them. That's just, you know, who I've always been. And in my writings, that is definitely what I hope to accomplish. And even in my um, short story, I guess I didn't realize I was doing that until a friend of mine read it and she says, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it. You're giving hope, Carla. You're encouraging it, even in this story. And I said, hmm, I guess that really is the, um, really, that's just who I am. Like I said, just always just, I don't like to see people sad. I just want to, you know, and encourage other people because I think in this world, as you mentioned, you know, there's not a whole, you know, there's just some people that are just not into helping other people. And, you know, I think over the last decade or so, it's kind of been a society where we've been kind of, you know, taught to just focus on ourselves. And yeah, there is a place for us to have self-care and all of those things. Those are definitely important and to set boundaries and things like that. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to just to be kind to people, just to say, hello, how are you doing? I mean, you know, those types of things, you know, when I go places, I make it a priority to speak to people, you know, hello, you know, that's it, you know, and then if they respond, hello, how you doing? Because again, you don't know what that person, you know, is going through in their life. You know, you just don't know. You could be that person that just gives them the encouragement to keep going. That person could have had, you know, been suicidal. We just don't know. And so many people go through different things. And, you know, again, offering hope is, you know, it's not about money. It's just about just being kind. That's really what it's about, being kind, being concerned and being considerate um, of other people. And I remember I had an old boss, rest his soul, and he told me this about 30-something years ago. I remember him saying, Carla, don't ever allow people to be lonely. And I never forgot that. I was like, hmm. He said, just, you know, do your best, you know, call them up, see how they're doing, you know, if they're by themselves, maybe invite them to dinner. And I've never forgotten that. So um, that along with who I am is just, you know, the type of person that I am. And, you know, I'm also professionally a therapist. And so 
again, just want to give hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you said about what he said. Never leave anybody lonely. That is mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. And um, actually I teared up when you said that, because I think about that too, when you were talking about going out in public and just say, I mean, of course in 2020 we had masks on, so you had to really like say hello and make eye contact, but just that smile yep. can just make somebody's day. And people don't, like you said, they, we don't know what's happening in their life. And just, and just because somebody's walking around with a frown doesn't mean that they're a miserable person. Right. Maybe they just had a really bad day, mm-hmm. you know, and just our smile or our friendliness, or just, I mean, the littlest things can just make somebody's day. And I think that people need to see that more and hear that more. And and that's what I, my plan and goal is with all of this is just to hear, have somebody listen to this today. And, and just maybe if it just clicks to them, like, oh my gosh, don't leave people lonely. That's huge. Yeah. And give them a call. You know, I say that too. Like if I hear, if somebody's name pops in my head, I'm like, I have to call them or message them right now because for some reason their name popped in my head. And usually when I do that, mm-hmm. they needed to talk at that moment. You know, yes. God has a way of doing that. We know that as Christians that he is huge. I'm making sure that, you know, hey, check on your people, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm just super excited about, you know, chatting with you here today. And I hope that we can, you know, chat again because I know you have big things going on in your life right now. And I do want to say about... um I know your single woman's parenting journey survival tidbits is available on Amazon and uh, 220 publishing now is available at Target too. I saw. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Yeah. So, and now um, the, the writing anthology, where can that be found at? Um, that is on Amazon too. Um, you know what? I'll be honest. It was so long ago. Um, um, That's okay. Yeah. I, find it. The next time we'll talk, I'll definitely have that information available. Yeah. yeah and, I, and, I, and I'll share things like that on my social media too. Okay. Um, do you, do you um, are you on social media at all? Yeah. I'm on, yeah. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, um, Instagram. And then I also am a blogger. I have a blog. And that's at Carla oh, J. You what is your blog? What'd you say? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, what's your blog? Oh, the blog is Carla J. Curtis dot blogspot dot com. Dot blogspot dot com. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and I wanted to say with my blog, you know, I have a lot of different um, writings about, you know, um, encouraging others, giving hope, you know, and, and just talking about, very, you know, various different topics, you know, dealing with, um, being a, um, procrastinator, perfectionist, you know, just, you know, things, you know, like that, you know, being human, um, you know, just dealing with yourself. So, um, and then I also have just, you know, other different writings on there. So feel free to check that out. There may be something on there that can encourage, um, someone as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carla, for taking time out of your Friday to chat with me. I appreciate it so much. And I can't wait to get to know you better. And um, I can't wait to read these books and give my, you know, feedback on Facebook and all my social media things too. So people can, you know, check them out. And I'm just super excited to get to know you better. And I hope that you have an amazing weekend. 
Thank you so much, Tammy. And again, I'm honored and I appreciate this opportunity um, to be a guest on your wonderful podcast because I, I, I love it where you're talking about hope and, you know, we can't ever get tired of talking about hope. So again, thank you. And I hope that you have a great and blessed weekend as well. All right. Thanks. Don't hang up because we got to make sure this all loads up. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks.